Welcome to the Studentpreneur Show. I'm your host, Tegan Thomas, and today we have a very cool guest. He just graduated from the University of Memphis in 2019, and he owns this company called Pat, which is a smart city consulting firm. His name is Kareem De Silva. Can you define what smart city consulting is for us? Yeah. So before we get into that, um, you're first going to know what um, what is a smart city. And a smart city is a city that uses technology, um, specifically uh, Internet of Things sensors to collect data and use these data to manage assets and resources efficiently in order to improve the quality of life of citizens. So um, smart cities handle a variety of topics of, um, for example, uh, security and crime, transportation, government services, uh, 311, so like potholes, illegal land dumping, and um, just the whole experience of living in an urban environment. And what we do is we, we consult into different areas of the government, um, and uh, we provide innovative solutions um, to different areas um, that have kind of been exactly the same for a very long time, right? So that's what we do. Okay, that's interesting. And how did you get involved with Pat? Like, were you, are you an owner? Do you have a CEO? Do you like? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, uh, me and my business partner, Brandon. Uh, so I've been into entrepreneurship uh, multiple times before this. I started a company called Pauline, which was a, uh, a software development firm. We built apps. Then I uh, created a startup called Adesia, which uh, was a platform, a marketplace for food and food trucks and uh then my my business partner brandon he came up to me we were really good friends uh and we also he worked with me with pauline and we also started an organization called bdpa and he came up to me he said look i have this really awesome technology i really want to take it to the marketplace and uh so he decided to bring me on board as his president of his company and to help him kind of launch uh, Pat as a product. It's interesting. I didn't realize that you guys were friends. That's cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're actually really, really, really good friends. I remember when I first came into the University of Memphis, uh, the only thing I had with me was a, uh, a, ba- a duffel bag of clothes and my trusted, my trusted MacBook. So I didn't have anything. I had no furniture, no lights, no bed sheets, no anything. All right. So I just had some clothes and, uh, and a laptop. And what I have to do is I had to go to the local family dollar or dollar store and I bought me like some cheap blank fleece blankets and I would wrap myself around it. And one day, Brandon, you know, this is before I met him, right? He came and seen my room and uh, I had nothing in there. It's like like a month in throughout the semester. So it's like a month in throughout the semester and he comes, he sees that I have absolutely nothing. So he goes in his room, he gives me like this really, really nice, one of his really nice bed sets. And uh, that's how I got like my first like bed set, you know, at, at, at Memphis. And uh, that's how we met. As a, uh, and from there we did so many other things as well. That's so cool. That's uh, a nice story. Um, I also wanted to know what does your average workday look like? Yeah, so right now we're part of the Start Co. Uh, you know, it's a summer sky high smart city accelerator. And so what we usually do is we wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning and we head downtown to in Memphis. And uh, we work on a variety of different aspects of our business. 
You know, we were working on MVP, sales cycle, business plan, customer discovery. It depends on what week it is, but we've been touching each aspect of the business um, all around. And um, that's what we're continuing to do right now. So right now uh, we're in our sales cycle. Uh, so we're learning how we bring in clients, onboard clients, how do we, what, what, what process it is. Uh, what else? Uh, and then like in terms of like day-to-day operations, really work really hard. It's very fast paced. So it's like a billion things hitting at us at a second and we just have to adapt to the situation. So there's no like average day. It's constantly different. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, I think it will calm down after the accelerator, but like right now it's, it could be, everything's up, you know, there's no, there's no, um, there's no like no consistency. The most consistent thing we do is probably check our email every day, but that's about it. I mean, everything else is like, yeah, you have we have to travel to the city hall to talk to this government official, or we have to go and do customer discovery in um in Germantown, or uh, looking at a new office space so we can bring in a development team. There's a lot of a series of things that uh, we are looking into. Yeah, so it's pretty crazy. Uh, okay, that's cool. Um, and how does Pat make money? I mean, I see that you guys work with like the government and everything, but I don't know if they're willing to cough up any funds. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So we make uh, money in uh, a variety of different ways. So uh, first and foremost, uh, we consult with businesses and government officials on how they can bring their business into, like we say, twenty thirty. Right. So we're we we kind of smart like smart city businesses. So like. There's that consulting aspect of it. Uh, then we also have our products, our, our scalable solutions. And our scalable solutions have their unique business model to them. For example, we have a transportation mobility service for um, transit authorities. And what we do there is we redefine how bus stops, how people wait at bus stops. Using augmented reality, we make money from there by allowing people to buy bus passes at the bus stop, as well as uh, view interactive ads at that, at that bus stop. And so we make revenue from that as well. And how do you market, Pat? We market through just like attending networking events. Our customers are very specific, right? So we, we're not really going on Facebook and, and saying, hey, everyone, uh, come use our service. So that's not where we're at in terms of the, the business ecosystem. But um, we attend events. Uh, I'm very involved with the community. We do a lot of volunteer work, you know, and, uh, you know, this is how we just build a really strong network. And uh, we do a lot of demos. So, like, people who want to see our technology, they can come and see our tech. We do, we publish case studies. So, like, let's say you're looking to change how people report potholes in your city. You can go to our website and check out our detailed case study, how we handle potholes. And this is will, in return, a lot of people know about our brand, who we do, what we do, versus uh, what versus just generic marketing. And uh, okay, now I'm going to get into uh, how you were an entrepreneur and a student. So what was the hardest part about being that? Oh man, the hardest part about being a student or entrepreneur is definitely balancing the two. Um, and it was very difficult at first. Um, so I had a very, um, uh, very crazy experience doing so. So like, I guess I'll start off with the first time I started doing it, which was, was with uh, Pauline. And at that time, I actually had a job internship at 
auto the headquarters of the AutoZone doing software architecture. I was also the president of the computer science club on campus, and I was also starting up a software development firm with some of my uh, you know colleagues or you know college mates. So there was a lot going on on my plate, and um, the hard part was attending school and making sure your grades were good because that's you know that's why you're paying to go to school and that's what that's what the whole point is is to actually pass classes and learn, learn the content so the hardest thing was balancing the two but um i realized that you could balance the two by being very unbalanced right so like you could spend all saturday and sunday working on your schoolwork i mean in Compared to other college students, that's actually pretty good, right? You know, you can spend your host. I spend my host Saturday and Sunday uh, uh, focusing the tunnel vision on my schoolwork. While Monday to Friday, I would take business meetings and work on my business operations at ten class. So I'm not missing class, right? But I would do all my work, get all my stuff finished over the weekend, where I have un- uninterrupted time. Okay, and like, was your social life affected by having these businesses? Yeah. So, yeah, my social life was affected. Didn't I mean I never really? I guess I never really went out too much before then. But I, I did have friends. You know, I still went to parties, still do parties. Um, you know, and the student entrepreneur you're kind of popular on campus too. You just don't have like like sometimes your friends will just sit around in the room all day and watch TV. You don't have the luxury of doing that, and so you have to leave or like, and that sucks sometimes. Like they would like hang out, and, and you're just there, like, oh man, I have to freaking do grown up business stuff while everyone is playing video games or doing something cool, and uh, you just got to suck it up. But um, ultimately, it was still a very fun experience. I mean, I would that's just who I am personally. I mean, I, I, that's I enjoy this stuff. And did you ever market? your businesses to other students and if so how did you do that we we did get some clients from our students but that was from word of mouth and referrals i mean we were like we worked with the engineering uh director at the university of memphis to build an app called scholarship manager and then we did a good job on that so we got some word of mouth referrals from there and then it started spreading around the school that's what i knew about us and do you currently work with other entrepreneurs I work with other entrepreneurs. I mean, now I do with, with Pat, right? right? Like I said, with, with Brandon, you know, he's a student entrepreneur. And um, I built a wealth of connections uh, from like content writing through video editing, tons of connections from different areas that that I, you know, partner up with for like one-time deals. Like help me build this case study or help me make this marketing video. And that really helps out a lot. And where did you get the funding to start this business? Was it from like your accelerator? Was it from school? Yeah. So from the accelerator, we did get an investment from the accelerator, but I also uh, took some money from my previous business and put it in. Okay, cool. And what is the primary goal of your company? Uh, To create the cities of tomorrow. To create the cities of tomorrow. Okay. And what kind of tools at the University of Memphis helped you the most with schoolwork and business work? Uh, the Cruz Center for Entrepreneurship is a building here at the University of Memphis, which has state-of-the-art equipment there. So you have iMac, really nice whiteboards, pretty much the ultimate, you know, resource hub to start a business. And since it's on campus, it's a nice place to study and get some work done as well. So it was the ultimate, it was the ultimate tool I used to be able to pull everything off. 
And who were your biggest supporters when it came to being an entrepreneur? Yeah, okay. So, you know, I'll start with the biggest supporters. Definitely be uh, my girlfriend, Melody, uh Jaya. She's been there throughout the whole entire journey for me. I don't know, at some time, like, in the world of entrepreneurship, it is a pretty rough world, right? You know, it's not always guaranteed or when are you going to make the sale or when your client's going to pay up. But she was always there by my side, helping me out. And then, you know, the director of the crew center, Mike Hoffmeyer, he's been there to support me as well, giving me business advice. Uh, You know, Eric and the Starco staff has been very useful. Shelby, um, they've been have they've seen I've been involved with them for a long time they have given me a lot of advice and um what else and obviously the, all the friends I have right they're all supportive of my vision and dream that's sweet <laughs> uh do you guys have many competitors and if so how are you better yeah, so we do have some competitors um who are work so right now we're focused on the transit and uh uh mobility areas, but we do have some competitors and um uh, what makes us better? Um so they're all trying to we're all trying to re- redefine public transit. So public transit is pretty bad in America. Over, you know, ten billion trips are made using public transit and only like twenty percent of that is done in America. So you have Asia, Europe, um really utilizing advanced rail system, uh, connecting bus, um, light rail to get around while we have America. And we do have nice cities like Chicago and New York with good transit, but everywhere else is really bad. Like Los Angeles transit system is not very good, right? And it's one of the most biggest cities we have. And um, and so so that's like the, one of the big gold um, where everyone's chasing after. How could we not disrupt the public transit realm, but like assist it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have some competitors in that. And what makes us different, you know, what makes us different is that we're using um, technology uh, called augmented reality to redefine the experience of, you know, of doing it. And I could give you an example how. So how many times have you probably requested an Uber and the Uber, you know, the Uber marker would say that I'm here and you go outside and you don't know where your Uber's at, right? You still have to look through a bunch of cars and and uh, kind of find specifically what Uber you have. And you don't know if it's the right Uber, right? Because it can be embarrassing. One time I, you know, it was a black Nissan that was stated by my Uber and I had two Uber and it was two black Nissans and I went into the wrong Nissan, right? So that's, an, mm-hmm. you know, that happens. So we're one of our, our features that uh that changes a lot of things is wayfinding and wayfinding, augmented reality wayfinding. And wayfinding allows you to um it gives you like if you open up your phone camera and directions popped up on your phone camera, so it'll literally tell you what left to take, what right to take, where you're lo- where you're currently located, and it'll direct you to where your um where your bus is at or where your bus stop is at. Um, so you'll always know where you're going. You'll never be wrong. And it'll be a very pleasant experience. That's something that no one is doing. Um, we also have uh, the new way, like, like I said earlier, the new way how people view bus stops. Right now, bus stops are plastic. Or I guess they're not plastic. They're metal, right? Metal signs all around the city. And what mm-hmm. we're doing is uh, by using that same technology, we can transform that bus stop into a display 
that shows you when your bus is coming and allows you to buy a bus uh, a bus pass as well as tells you relevant information like the news we can in the weather right so it's like you know a smart mirror have you heard of those Yes, I've heard of those. Yes, imagine you have a smart mirror and you threw it on your on a bus stop, right? So it tells you all that generic information. Okay. But um, yeah, so that's what is kind of going on. Okay, that's cool. What do you think is the best thing that you learned from college that is most helpful when it comes to owning a business or running a business? You know, maybe it's not very business like for me to say, but I studied computer science and I learned about uh, I took a class called operating systems. I think I learned the most about business and operating systems because the, the operating systems class teaches you how computer, you know, the, the comp- all the computer systems that you have, like how your computer turns on, how does it store memory, how does it, you know, do this, do that. And what I realized is that the, a lot of the ways how a computer works is the same way how big businesses work. And um, I, can, I, pulled a lot, I pulled a lot of my business principles from this class to kind of implement in, in real life. And they work very, they work exactly the same. Like you need like how you retain information, how you execute on plans, how you um, pipeline things, like how you know, how do you uh, multitask, right? You can't, in, in computers, you can't multitask. It's impossible to multi, multitask. And uh, so they do what they call, it's like pipelining and threading. And as humans, we do that too, right? It's really hard for us to do two things at once. Unless it's like one is like listening to music, or something else, but um, usually it's really hard to do those um, those three things. So um, I learned how to, you know, I learned a lot of my business skills from that class. So that's what I, I would say that's probably the most important thing. Okay, cool. And I have one last question. Do you have any advice or tips for other young entrepreneurs? Oh, yeah. Um, specifically for young entrepreneurs, just know that, um, you know, entrepreneurship, not everyone's going to be like Mark Zuckerberg, right? You're going to come in and be a multi-billionaire at at the first step, but um, you starting early is really good. Your goal is to maximize your learning potential in all areas. You don't know where your life is going to end, end up, right? You know, you're not, you, yeah, you, you can be an entrepreneur, or you might be a super huge director, you're running a huge initiative that you're very passionate about. You don't really know what's in your future. I would just say, if you're in entrepreneurship and young, try to maximize learning potential. Live in your, your, your don't live in your comfort zone. Always learn new skills and um, uh, network a lot. And um, uh, I feel like it's as, as millennials, you know, maybe always have some type of aspect of social entrepreneurship in there. Even if it's just 5% of your business, right? You know, um, you can't... You can't just keep on, like, capitalism is great and all. I love it as well. But, you know, there has to be some giving back involved, right? So there's that. Okay, great. And do you have anything else you want to add or are you good? Uh, yeah, that's it. Okay, well, great for having you on the show. We really appreciate it. So if you guys want to check out what Smart City is and check out Memphis and look at their transportation systems to see how they're changing definitely check that out and that was Kareem Da Silva so yeah thank you guys so much for listening I hope you have a great day bye